Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khani Wolshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Schools of Excellence podcast. So today's episode is all about how to plan your travel as a school leader. This is an excerpt from our strategic advisory that I do every Monday morning. So strategic advisory is a 15 to 20 minute live streaming that I do for our directors in our circle, owners HQ, and legacy members every single Monday morning. And the live streaming is not about tips or tricks or any of this gimmicky stuff. They're really about up-leveling the mindset and perspective of the leaders inside of our membership to really give them that fresh perspective and motivation for the year. And it's a live streaming. So our members come on live, they interact with me. um, And it's really just this great opportunity to reset and refresh for the upcoming week. So today's episode is an excerpt from there where I really walk the leaders on how to plan travel as a leader. What happens to many school leaders is travel, whether that's to conferences or for pleasure or for time alone, or even just planning travel, like taking a full day away from the business, planning a CEO day. I've spoken about this a lot where I take solo retreats to write content, to put together the podcast. Now that I'm writing a book, I have multiple solo retreats planned for 2024. And so planning travel as a leader requires strategic planning and also intuitive going within and understanding like what is it that you really need from a travel perspective in your position of leadership in your current season of life. So I hope that you find today's conversation valuable. Let's dive in. Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back. So today's strategic advisory is actually a pre-recording because at the time of this release, I am just getting back from Israel with my family. We took an incredible vacation to Israel. And so I knew that I would be severely jet lagged at this time. So I wanted to pre-record this for you. And later today, I'm going to dive in and check in all the comments and all the responses. So today's strategic advisory is all about understanding how to plan for rest and travel in 2023. So what do I mean by rest and travel? 
So let's dive into travel in its word of just vacation, okay? Unfortunately, in America, and really anywhere in the world, it has become very commonplace that vacation or time off is about recharge and recovery. So I often share this story when my husband worked in a Talmudic college in New York City. He worked there for nine years and the whole structure of the organization was corrupt and whatever it was. And I'm really glad he's not there anymore. But when he worked there, he didn't really have any time off. He actually worked seven days a week and he rarely had any time off. And so anytime he had time off, he got sick every single time, which meant when was he sick? During every holiday. So during the high holiday season, during Hanukkah, during Passover, and then for two weeks of the summer, because he had off in the summer, he had paid time off two months in the summer. That was his big perk of a crazy job. So the first two weeks of every single summer, he was sick. Bronchitis, the flu, always two weeks, just knocked out in bed. How did we know that it was from this? Well, eventually when he finally left his job, he stopped getting sick. (laughs) He finally wasn't sick on the holidays and he wasn't sick for two weeks in the beginning of the summer. And so a big part of vacation and time off, unfortunately, especially for people in education who are at the highest risk of emotional exhaustion at burnout, time off is about recovery. It's about this recharging and recovery time. It's not even about connection, celebration, relationship building, experiences. It's literally about, I'm going to sleep for four days straight. And so the challenge with that all or nothing mindset is we never get to fully experience some really amazing moments of aliveness and connection with people that we love because our time off is literally about sleep. I just need to sleep. I just need to not do anything. I just need to not think. Just let me know in the comments if you've ever experienced that. And I have definitely experienced that. And I still have sometimes seasons where I do experience that, where when I have this time off, I'm just like all shut down, no responsibility, no nothing, right? So for those that have known me for a while, every 90 days, I take three days off from life. So not just three days off from the business, I take three days off of life. So I don't do life for three days. What does that mean? I don't do life for three days. Well, for three days, I move out of my house. I go to an Airbnb. I don't check anything in the business. I don't check anything at home. Nothing. I have no responsibility for three days. Okay. For any of you that are raising young children in a relationship or are running a business, three days without anyone asking anything of you. Okay. I want you to imagine, I want you to imagine one day where nobody asks you a question. Nobody asks you a question. Nobody needs anything from you. And you are not responsible for shit. Like you have to do nothing. All you need to do is keep yourself alive. That's it. That's your only job. Drink water, eat, sleep, do whatever you want. You don't have to do anything for anyone else for three days. Why do I do this? Okay. Why is this part of my cycle? Well, it's part of the rhythm because when I actually do take time off for the holiday or with my family, I don't want to be so wrung out like a towel that I need the first three days just to recover. And then I can actually like say hello to you or like talk to people. I actually want to go down the water slide with my son, right? Right now, I'm like, no thanks. Like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit here, right? Why am I saying this? Because when you're looking at your year 
and you're looking at big goals and objectives that you're setting for the school, you have to understand the energetic management of you. You are the company's greatest asset. You, as the school leader, are the company's greatest asset. If you don't take care of yourself energetically, right, you burn yourself out, you burn the business down with you. So taking vacation and taking time off is not a luxury when you are a school leader, is a necessity for the driving force of your organization. When you burn out, your business burns down with you. Okay, remember that. So you have to work super hard to ensure that you're not getting burnt out. And each of you are going to have different practices. You don't have to do what I do. In fact, you shouldn't do what I do. You should do what you need to do, right? So when you're looking at the calendar year, right? And we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago at the priorities reset, looking at your intervals and saying, okay, when do I get to a place where it's like, whoo, I need a reset. I need to get away from everyone. I need to get away from all responsibility. For me, it runs in 90-day cycles. Every 90 days, I feel it. I feel it inside of me if I'm not going to take a pause. What happens is my body says, oh, you didn't plan this vacation? I'm going to plan it for you. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you the flu. We're going to give you bronchitis. We're going to give you a massive headache that you can't move. We're going to make your body in so much pain that you're going to stay in your bed for three days, right? That is what happens. You get sick. You get physically sick because your body is saying, rest, rest, rest. And you're like, no, I don't need rest. I don't need rest. And finally, it's like, well, she doesn't hear us. So we're going to make her sick so she can actually lay down and not move because our body is tired. You need rest and recovery and recharge as part of your rhythm. So rest and recovery and recharge right now for many of you happens when you're sick or when you are at the brink of falling off that cliff. That is when you're like, okay, I I can't come in today. No, I want you to do it differently. I want you to reclaim who you are as a leader and do it differently in 2023. I want you to put that on the calendar before you get burnt out. I want you to take the rest before you need it. When I'm going away and I'm feeling alive, I'm like, oh, and I'm getting to go away now, right? I'm not going away from a place of burnout. I'm going away from a place of abundance. Like I'm going to refuel myself. It is a completely different going away. It's not a going away of I'm escaping my reality. It's going away from a place of my reality and my life is going on pause so that I fuel and take care of myself. And then I come back to the beautiful world that I love, right? As opposed to, oh my God, everyone shut up. Everyone stop talking. I don't like any people. I'm going to go run away now, right? We had this on a previous coaching call a couple months ago where I asked, I think it was on the owner's call and I asked the owners, what is your red flag that you are burnt out? And so many of you said, when you don't like people right? When you don't like people go on vacation before you don't like everyone, right? Go on vacation when you still like everyone. So that's the first thing, right? Is recognizing like, where are you putting this inside of your calendar? When you're going away from a place of abundance versus a place of burnout, you respond to things differently. So I want to give you a little scenario. Like when, when we go on vacation or we go somewhere from a place of burnout, we're going from a place of entitlement. I deserve this. I need this. I've waited so long for this, right? We go on vacation with entitlement. I finally go on vacation. I need this. I deserve this. This is mine. And then you have lots of unrealistic expectations that creep inside of you because all the littlest things bother you because you tell your mind like, okay, I've got five days to relax. I've got six days to relax. So this vacation had better deliver. So what do you tell yourself? Well, 
There can't be any rain. There can't be any bad weather. There can't be any traffic delays. There can't be any travel delays. No loud babies on the planes. No issues at checkout or check-in at the hotel or the Airbnb. No issues or delays at the car rental. No long lines for distractions, right? All these things start to become expectations in your mind. And when there is a delay or something, you're like, oh, I don't have time for this. Well, this is our one vacation. Like, why does the pilot have to do this? Or this is our one vacation. Like, why is it raining? Or this is our one vacation. Like, why is there an issue at checkout? Or you start griping at the partner, whoever you're going with, right? Something goes wrong. It's like, you didn't plan properly or you didn't do this right. And now we start going into blaming and shaming and judgment, right? Where is it all coming from? It's all coming from one place. You feel shitty. You are exhausted. You are so burnt out. You need everyone to take care of you now. Everyone meaning the entire universe, right? You start talking to God, it cannot rain, okay? Travel guys, like you better make sure everything works out. Car rental people, all car rental people. Make sure that we don't have any issues over here, okay? All people that are coming on the plane with babies, shut your babies up because I can't hear any crying, okay? all You literally are like talking to everyone. Everyone needs to work around you because you are exhausted, And you just want this moment of tranquility and peace and euphoria. And if anyone tries to disrupt that, they're screwed. It's a really big problem to go on vacation from that place. Because guess what? You're going to be disappointed the whole time. Because life is always happening, right? You cannot put the entire universe on pause and say, okay, for the next six days, it is not raining. It is not this. Nothing bad is going to happen. No issues are going to roll out. Everything's going to be smooth. I'm not going to have any roadblocks or any bumps or everything. It doesn't work like that, right? We want it to work like that because it's our one vacation. It's our one time off. It's our one relaxation. Stop doing the one. Start planning more short bursts of time off. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm not talking about plan five Disney vacations this year. That's not what I'm talking about. We need to understand the difference between a Disney vacation, a Europe vacation, a vacation out of the country, a vacation, like huge 10 day vacations or whatever it is, right? A cruise vacation versus a time off rest and restoration vacation, right? Where it's, I'm taking two days in a hotel by myself and doing nothing. I'm not taking my laptop. I'm not doing any responsibility. If you can't do one day, I'm doing one day where I don't answer any questions. Nothing. Nobody needs anything for me for 24 hours. Nobody. Nobody, your husband is not allowed to ask anything from you for 24 hours, right? Not your kids, not your husband, not your partner. No one can make requests of you for 24 hours. Could you imagine what you would feel like at the end of the 24 hours? You did no output for anyone, right? The only output was about taking care of yourself, right? It's a massive moment of self-preservation of like, okay, whoa, I'm checking in with myself, right? Here's the thing also, like so many people, when I tell them this, they're like, oh, that would be amazing to do two days by myself. I'm like, really? Um, actually six hours into day one, I had like a little panic attack the first time I did that. It is terrifying to be alone with your own thoughts. It is really hard not to take care and go in and do other things for other people when that's all you know how to do, right? And so it's a practice. It takes time to learn how to sit with yourself and not over-function. But what's so beautiful is these moments transfer into other areas of your life and you stop over-functioning and you stop over-pleasing, right? People-pleasing, you do less of it because now you're actually in touch with like, oh yeah, when I when I went to did that, I, I actually just really needed like a 20 minute break. Or when I went to do that, 
it was three o'clock and I hadn't put a single morsel of food in my mouth, right? We start to learn about who we are, okay? So I want to pause for a second here, jump into the comments, let me know biggest insights so far. What are you taking? What are you holding? What are some of your biggest insights? I have a little more I want to share with you here. This is a really big topic. I know a couple of you have private messaged me in the past and asked me to do some more training on like how I structure my time off when I like go away for these two, three day retreats by myself. If you're interested in that, just write retreat inside of the comments. And I might do some unique content for you guys on how to structure this because this is actually like super available to all of you. It doesn't matter what job you have or what, like taking this time is really, really important. And I'm telling you, even if you have young kids at home, even if whatever it is, if there's a will, there's a way Like you can find the 24 hours to run away and just be with yourself. There's so many ways to put this together. Like I have a friend, she can't afford financially to book a hotel room. And so I was like, well, your parents live in this gorgeous place. They live alone. They've married off all their kids. They have a back house. What if you message them and say, hey, can I use your back house for the night? I want to talk to you guys. I love you guys, but I'm really here to be by myself for the day. And she was like, I never thought of that, right? She went to her parents' back house. They had no problem with it. She was by herself for 24 hours, right? And took care of herself. So the reason I'm sharing that story is because We always have a story to tell ourselves of like, I can't afford it. I don't have time for that. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't. No, 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 no. First, you ask yourself this. How do I make this happen in my life? How do I make more rhythms for rest and restoration in my life? And then we find the ways, right? We find the ways to do it. We do. It comes up for us. We find the ways to do it. So let's talk a little bit about rest. My favorite topic. There are so many different kinds of rest. I'm going to talk about like the top three kinds of rest that we typically need. Physical rest, mental rest, and some sort of spiritual rest. So whether or not you have a spiritual practice or you're connected to any faith, that doesn't matter. It's a spiritual rest is really like this disconnection from the world and just tapping into a different side of yourself, right? So for some of you, it's spirituality, it's God, it's it's connection with your community or your faith. For other people, it's it's connecting to the divine. It's connecting to a spiritual practice. And we need that kind of rest. So I often talk about, for those who have known me for a while, how sacred and important Shabbat is for me every Saturday, right? And for me, one of the biggest things of Shabbat, it's, it's 26 hours where I am disconnected from the entire outside world. And what I mean by disconnected is like, I actually have no idea what is happening in the world around me. I have no phone, I have no computer, and I don't talk to anyone that is not in my immediate family, right? Because I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to the beach or going to the grocery store or I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing any errands. I am doing nothing, nothing. I am sitting at home with my family, right? Or I'm going to the synagogue, but I'm walking there, right? So I don't see any of the signs or any of like, I'm not walking down any big main streets. Like I'm going through the side curves. It's really understanding like, what does it mean to have a complete disconnection from the outside world? When you do that, right? When I do that every single week, it creates just a totally different energetic vibration inside of me for the rest of the week. So every single one of you have some sort of practices that you have right now where you try to disconnect, right? And many of you are disconnecting for like an hour or two hours or something like that. Rest. It's not just about sleeping at night, which I know many of you have said you want to sleep more hours. Rest is also about 
the mental rest, right? Not having responsibilities, not needing to make decisions, not needing to hold capacity for everything. That is rest, right? That is actual rest. There's the physical rest, right? Like sleeping, napping, whatever it is. And then the spiritual rest. So where do you need more rest in your life? Let me know in the comments, where can you invite more rest? And how can you build it into your calendar? How could this become a practice? So strategic advisors are usually not about action steps. They're really about a disruption of thinking. But I want to kind of break that for a moment here and would love to invite you to look back at your annual plans look back at your calendars and ask yourself, where am I putting some pauses, some breaks, right? A day, two days. And where is there a cycle for rest? Do you take a daily break for lunch? Eating lunch is not rest unless you don't have your phone with you and you're not talking to anyone else. Understand what rest means. If you're working while you're eating lunch, that's not resting, right? Sit and go into nature and connect in nature with your lunch. Now you're resting, right? So define rest for yourself and understand what that means for you. All right, so that's it for today. I would love to challenge you guys to do this. You can let me know in the comments or we can create a separate post on some kind of quick tweaks that you can make to your calendar around rest, restoration, time off, and building in these cycles. All right. I want to wish you all an amazing, amazing Monday and cannot wait to see what you all have to say. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode on how to plan travel for yourself as a school leader. And if today's message resonated with you and you are thinking, you know what? I've been listening to the podcast for a while. I've been thinking about this for a while, or maybe you've been thinking about it only in today's episode or for a couple of episodes. And you're thinking about, I am looking for mentorship, support, community, up-leveling of training, something very different from what you're used to, then I really would love to invite you to apply to our Directors Inner Circle Owners HQ program. The link is in the show notes. You can find more information there. You and I will jump on a right fit call where we'll really dive into what season of life are you in? What season is your business in? What are the things that you need to be working on? What are your priorities? What are the challenges? And what are your first mile markers for success and milestones? And then on that call, we'll get crystal clear on if the program is a good fit for you during this season, or if not. Again, I am super intentional about who comes into our program. We have a small group of leaders. We're very intentional about curating the right group of people that come together because we all learn from each other and we all kind of riff off each other's energy and experiences. So we want to make sure this is the right fit for you and for me. So neither of us are wasting each other's time and energy and resources. So click the link in the show notes. If you're even a tiny bit curious about what this program is about, about how it could support you as a school leader in this season of leadership, I look forward to connecting with you. Thanks for joining today. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there. 
I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.